0: Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast. I'm your host, Michael Jinn.
1: And I'm your co-host, Shane Carvalho.
0: You know, you guys have given us feedback that you really like to hear more about different mindsets and the type of effective mindsets that have kind of helped us grow and expand our business. And so we're back with another great topic for you today. And it's the idea of developing a mindset of abundance. Versus one of scarcity,
1: yes, sir, and I agree that this is a great topic, especially right now because I don't think I really don't remember it's probably been since back since two thousand eight um, probably that I've seen you know kind of this I don't know, I don't want to call it this attitude, but this like the belief system or or the overall feelings that other especially people in our business are having. yeah like I mean, I know that transactions are down about twenty percent year over year, but realistically, we were up twenty percent from the previous year, right? So it's like realistically, we just went from basically, you know, twenty two down to twenty three, but twenty one was about where twenty three is volume wise. So it's like, yeah, interest rates are much higher, and I know that's impacting some buyers, but it, but it's interesting because, you know, if you look at the actual data, um, I mean, it's not bad. Like, (laughs) there's still business to be had. Yeah. There's still a lot of people buying and selling. There's lots of opportunity there. And what's interesting too is that, you know, a lot of people in our business have been leaving the business. So, I mean, if transaction volume is down 20%, I've heard in some areas we've lost 30% of the agents. So, realistically, like, when you look at it from that perspective, like, doesn't that mean, I mean, I know they're not exact numbers, but. Doesn't that mean that there's probably still the same available transaction volume to an agent?
0: I would think so. I mean, and, it, and it's funny. Like, I think you and I talk about this all the time, like with the market right now, like people talk about it being a slow market and granted, it's different. I would say it's different. No, it's from different. Sure. We had it from like a year and a half ago, but like right. a year and a half ago, that market was just what was crazy in the Bay Area. Right. And like, you know, I, I probably haven't been in, in the mark in, in this. In real estate, long enough, but you have, and you and I, I know, have talked about it. <laughs> Here we go. Right, not, not, floor a, floor. not, a, not a dig again. Not a dig on your age, but just like you've seen, <laughs> you've seen the cycles. You have that perspective, right? And you and I have talked about like the market today is like it's not actually bad. It's just no. It's more. It's more typical. It's more normal, like compared to what we had like a year and a half ago.
1: Typically, with limited inventory like this, days on market, marketing time is like. You know, seven to 14 days. Right now, our marketing time is over 30 days. So that's what's really interesting about this market that I haven't quite seen that combination. I don't recall a point in my 20 plus year career where marketing time was that long for such limited inventory. So I think that that's something that, you know, that could be something that kind of spins in people's heads like, oh, yeah, nothing's selling, right? But that's because their mindset was based on, like a unique point in the market. Because see, this is where experience makes a huge difference, right? Like agents that came in through these booming times, they've never been in a market like this. So if you came in when things were just hot, yeah. And anybody could write an offer, to you this is a down market.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: But if you've been in real down markets, like someone like myself, you know, it's like, this is not a down market. And regardless, even if it is the market doesn't dictate. And this is what we're talking about today. The market does not dictate your success. You do. Like you do. If people could actually figure that out. I'm not saying that, oh, you just need to be positive and Everything's going to be great. You still got to put in the work. What I'm saying, though, is that if you don't have the belief system in place, if you're not confident that you can do it, forget about it. Because then how the heck am we, right now, a lot of our clients are freaking out, right? I mean, not necessarily our clients because our clients have, especially because of my calm demeanor, like my clients that I've been working with are staying pretty mellow. But I'm just saying people that are listening to the news and everything are super freaked out, okay? I've talked to a couple newer agents in the business that I like, hey, what's going on with your buyers or whatever? Oh, we're all sitting on the sidelines right now waiting for rates. I'm like, it's like, come on, dude. I mean, you're the professional. Like, this is the time when you as a professional need to use your experience and your market knowledge to help clients capitalize on the opportunities. Because I mean, seriously, if you can buy a house right now, like we don't have a crystal ball. And I know I talk about this a lot. And I know that there's people out there that don't agree with me. And that's fine. But if you look at this, look, everybody's going to have a different opinion. And that's what makes the world turn. But what I'm saying, though, is that, and sorry, I'll let you talk because I could tell you have something to say, but all I want to say is that basically, if you can buy something right now without as much competition, you know, rates are going to come down. They're not going to stay at exactly. this level. Yeah, They're going to come down. And when they come down, more people are going to want to buy. We don't have a lot of inventory. What naturally happens? Like, it's not even about having a crystal ball. The reason I feel so confident is because that's just economics.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, and 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 that's what I was going to say is I, I think it, it's... It, Talking about this topic of kind of the scarcity versus the abundance mindset, I would say, you know, from a real estate perspective, the scarcity mindset is, in this case, having a very narrow and having a very short-term view of the market, right? Right. It's it's, you've kind of grounded yourself with a bar that you know uh, of the last year and a half when the market was just it was it was a very unique time in the market, right? To where we have now to your point it's a more balanced market and so like what you did before probably isn't going to work today <laughs> because right. back then you, you to your point like you literally could walk into an open house find a buyer and you could find yourself something right today you you kind of have to get creative you have to think about it but you know from an abundance mindset the shift is really then okay let me not think about where i am today one aspect of this is let me think a little bit more forward right like even if you haven't had the experience like of like 20, 30 years seeing the cycles, look at the data. <laughs> I mean, look right. at the data with interest rates, see how things cycle with you know over the course of 10, 12, 15 years. Right. And to your point, yeah, like this is a great time for you to start getting your buyers in because you're not dealing with that competition.
1: But but also it's a time where, you know, not only the have to be positive, but you gotta Like learn the business better, especially if you're newer and you're not super familiar. You know, there's a lot of creative options right now, right? Like most loans are not assumable anymore. Sometimes you have a VA loan, maybe that's assumable, but sometimes people are, you know, free and clear. They don't owe a mortgage on their property. Could there be some kind of a seller carry back? Could there be some seller financing? You know, could you do a credit to buy down the interest rate, either short term or permanent? Like this is where, you know, go learn. And here's the thing is that going and learning in today's world is so easy. Like a lot of people just go online and learn from a trusted source, but there's lenders chomping at the bit right now to do business with you because there's not a lot of refinance business. A lot of their volume has dried up. And so they're looking to collaborate and get to build new relationships with agents. Just like we're looking to build new relationships with clients they're looking to build new relationships with agents. It's a great time to tap the shoulder of a solid lender, get to know them, learn about these programs, and even do some co-marketing. You know, there's some lenders that they want to support you. You know, team up, you know, work together. I mean, use that as one of your channels for, you know, getting business.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think it's a great I think it that's great advice because you you really have to figure out like new and different ways to, to, to kind of approach the market these days. And the other thing is, you know, this is, I mean, it's probably a great time to start to your point, like with all these agents that are, that are leaving, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to go out and and find like, and establish those relationships with, with new sellers, new buyers. Right. And and build that. Right. Because it's, it's interesting. I think people, it wouldn't surprise me in, in a market like this with, You know, people try to hold on to what's theirs. You know, and that's kind of also very typical of someone that has a scarcity mindset. It's like, okay, there's not there's not enough opportunity. I got to hold on to what's mine, like my my tips, my tricks, or whatever that's worked for me in the past. I can't share that with anybody, right? But again, like we've talked about in other episodes, like the importance of even especially in this market, lead with that value, right? Um, Yeah, to your point, like talk with talk with lenders, figure out different. Like creative financing solutions, and share that with with your buyers, right?
1: Totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and um, that's funny too because like we share everything; we don't hold back. And um, it's unfortunate, you know, that some people do hold back. But the thing is, is that people that hold back also don't really go out and ask, yeah, because they don't want to necessarily reciprocate or be in yeah. an awkward position. I yeah. mean. Don't get me wrong. Some people are shameless, but, but in general, like if you're not willing to educate yourself, if you're not willing to put yourself out there, if you're not willing to collaborate or heck, we haven't brought this up yet tonight, but thinking out of the box, right? This is a huge opportunity to think outside the box and you need to. And The thing is, is that evaluate your client's situation. You know, like you're going to have some sellers that are going to be like, well, you know, I'm at a 3% interest rate. I would like a bigger place, but I'm concerned, you know. And so what do you do with that scenario? Right. And it's like, really evaluate their needs. Like, is that something that needs to happen now? Is it a lateral move within this market? You know, is what they're looking for available with like making it advantageous for them? Because maybe it's a property that's been sitting not under a lot of demand. Maybe they can do a contingent offer on -hmm. selling their property. Mm -hmm. And if they could bring in that much money down while also getting a credit to buy down the rate, you know, maybe their rate goes up a couple percent. Right. But they've also made equity from that last run on the last property. So who knows? They might even end up with a lateral mortgage that maybe it's a little bit more, but they're in the house that they need. And when rates do come down, they could always refinance, you know. Um, but, uh, if you really evaluate what they need and evaluate the situation, you can properly advise them. See too many people just think it's, oh yeah, they, they, they can't do anything cause they have to sell and we're not able to get that accepted. And then, you know, if, if a, you know, if a seller says, yeah, I'm not going to sell it cause have a 3% interest rate that kills the conversation for somebody that's not educating themselves or is not being savvy for me. That's just the first sentence in the conversation. Oh, you have a 3% interest rate. Okay. Well, let's talk about what you want to do. And I mean, look, you know me and you know that I'm not trying to push people. Like I don't pressure anybody to do anything. I want to help people accomplish their goals. Yeah. Yeah, of course, we want to help people sell their houses and stuff. But you know how we operate. We don't go push it on people. But it's like it's more like I'm a problem solver. I'm Mr. Solution, right? So it's like if someone has this situation, that's like a game stopper for a lot of them. Because guess what? Maybe that's the only house they've ever bought. They don't do this every day. We do. They don't know what options are available. And so this is like going back to those agents on the sidelines waiting for rates to go down. This is exactly why a lot of agents are leaving the business or failing. Because they're not looking
0: at that abundance or that opportunity. Like if I were to summarize what you're saying, like the theme of what I think is really important with an abundance mindset is a couple of things. It's one, just be staying and remaining curious, right? Curious about your clients, curious about, you know, where, where they are in their life, curious about, you know, what it is they're looking for, like continuing, like right now is a good great time to just double down on building that relationship with them and understanding where they're at. And to your point, it's like, it's not forcing them to go sell their current place or buy, buy a new place. It's more just, you know, understand where they are in life because that's constantly changing for everybody. Right. And, and I think the second part of it is, you know, I think an important question to ask just to yourself as you're working through with clients or trying to think about this market is, okay, so what else, right? And, and I'll give an example of like, so like, if you feel like, okay, well, what I've done before of your kind of traditional financing doesn't work. Okay. So what else is available to me? If I don't know the answer to that, Go find somebody that does right. I can come talk to you or to your point, talk to a lender and keep asking what else, what else, what else is there? And eventually you're just going to keep, you're going to be so focused on kind of that. What else you're going to keep digging, digging, you're going to be peeling back the layers of the onion. Right. And and that's going to get you to that creative solution that you're looking for.
1: Well, but I mean, the other thing too is that this is a time for people like the way I run my business, relational, right? Yeah. So like I care about my clients. I want what's best for them. So I mean, this is a really clutch time for agents that really care about their clients. Yeah. Because if, you know, people get it if you're out there just trying to make a buck, right? There's going to be people out there just trying to push people to do things yeah. and not really evaluating their needs. Because yeah. I'm going to be the first one to tell somebody not to move. Or not to sell, or not to buy something. I mean, I'm the first one, and I mean, the other thing too is like one of the buyers I'm working with right now. They're just like, we may need to sell in two or three years. Okay, well, what does that tell me? You know, get them into something that's remarketable, something that they're not going to overpay. They're not competing. Yep. It's probably not turnkey. Needs yep. a little bit of upgrade. Like yep. I'm already thinking about all this stuff, and I'm asking the right questions. I promise you, another agent's going to see an opportunity to sign into something. They love a turnkey property, multiple offers, they overbid, in a couple of years they call, "Hey, we're ready to move to that other city we told you about, and, you know, so we want to sell." Oh, sorry Mr. Sellers, there's no equity in your property. Oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm always going to justify because I love helping people. You know I'm always going to justify in every angle why you should care about people, but I'm just saying, you see how it comes out naturally, it affects every part of the business what your reason is for being in the business we're not sitting here bsing we all need to make a living but there's a way to make a living while helping like you overheard me talking to another client earlier it's like everybody can win when we're involved everybody can win somebody does not have to lose yep every negotiation doesn't require somebody to lose no there's enough abundance yep for everybody involved
0: Yep. There's always there's always a creative solution. There's always something else you can do. Like we we kind of talk about this too in terms of just like, you know, sometimes I feel like newer agents feel like, "Oh, you know, this market, especially here in the Bay Area, it's always at least for a while it was very saturated, it probably still is with a lot of agents. Oh, you know, I can't do anything here." Well, no, of course you can. There's so many people out there. You you have your own skills, you have your own background, you have your own personality that you can bring to the table that are that can be that will bring value to your clients. And and I think a lot of people don't see that because they just see like, oh, this person, this agent's been in the market for 20 years and, you know, I, I got nothing on them. Well, don't think that way. It you have something that you can bring to the table, whether it's, you know, like technology as an example, right? You might be super up up to date on like the latest social media trends. Like that could be a very creative way to market yourself these days on social like in terms of your real estate business. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Now, if you're watching on YouTube or streaming this on your podcast platform, if you could do us a favor, leave a comment down below and let us know where you're listening or watching the show from today. It greatly helps with the algorithm and helps us get reach out to more people who need or want to hear what we have to say. We greatly appreciate it. And now back to the show. Like, if you're constantly thinking about what's impossible, if you're, th- if you're limiting your beliefs and just training yourself to say what's not possible, you'll never think about what's possible. And I think the other part I was going to say is, you know, earlier in the conversation, we talked about agents who are leaving the market or who are sitting on the sidelines. And, you know, you kind of mentioned, what what's driving you right now and, and just wanting to continue to always bring value to your clients to serve like to serve them to bring just quality work to them and that quality yeah. like just amazing experience for them and that got me thinking really like if you're an agent right now and you find yourself either ha- you've given up or you're sitting on the sidelines like thinking about giving up like this also could be a, a great opportunity for you to peel back the layers of the onion and really figure out like, why is it that you got into real estate in the first place? You know, what is, what was your motivation? And maybe your motivation wasn't there and this is a good time to reflect on that. Well, the other thing too, is I mean, for
1: some people, so I got an agent the other day that not getting paid, you know, like, you know, that starts, you know, sometimes people need that extra push, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to actually perform. And, you know, it's unfortunate to need that extra push. But for some people, I mean it takes that to actually wake up and realize that hey, I can't sit around and wait for the easy ones like I really if I want to make a living doing this, then I need to you know wake up and approach things differently. But here's yeah. the other thing like for someone like myself that's got an established clientele, yeah you know I'm always like they know they can always call me for referrals with questions, problems, things that come up and it's like there's no better time than right now. Yep. to be checking in with your clients just to see how they're yep. doing. Yep. Anything I can help you with, anything you need. Kind yep. of keeping everybody calm. Cuz yep. like honestly, if more of us did that, cuz you got to understand there's so much psychology like we create a lot of our markets. Yep. Right? So if more of us out there were spreading the calm and keeping people in a better place mentally, we could literally change our markets. Especially if you're in a small market like me, like if more people were really out there you know, preaching what's really happening and showing where things are really at and actually nurturing and caring for their client base, the market would actually be better. Like I truly believe that.
0: (laughs) And I I totally agree with that too. And I think that kind of leads us to our last point, which I think is an important one. And I'm going to, I'm going to kind of talk about both sides of this. I think for us as agents, it's important to surround ourselves with people that have an abundance mindset right it's like when you you surround when you if you you're a reflection of the people you're closest with right there's that thing and so if the people that you're closest with are having an abundance mindset well guess what you're probably going to find yourself thinking more optimistically and trying to think about opportunities getting creative having that abundance mindset what happens if you're surrounding yourself with people that are always constantly thinking about what can happen or what's impossible? Well, guess what? You're going to find yourself thinking in that direction as well. And the other side of that coin to what you just brought up then is be the, be the person with the abundance mindset for your clients, for your friends, for your family, for everyone around you, and really change the way that they're thinking. Because right. you're like, right now, I agree. I totally agree great time to reach out to clients because the first thing they'll probably ask you is well hey chain or hey Michael like what do you think the market is doing right now I'm I'm reading this on CNN or I'm hearing this on the radio and it just seems like the market is crap and you you'll be the first person probably in their circle to say no I think you should actually you know right now is actually a great opportunity and this is what you should consider
1: i and I've been saying that and you'll be surprised how many times I get approached even at the grocery store the other day yeah. oh Shane, the market that's it must be really tough for you guys right now I mean, I've never heard so many negative opening lines. And I'm like, no, it's actually great. And then they look at me like, who are you? But you know what's interesting? Like, here's one thing that I really felt good about yesterday. I talked to a really good friend of mine that reached out and was like, hey, just so you know, I watch your podcast and see your posts on Instagram and stuff, you know, pretty much daily. And she's like, you're such a light, like a bright light. Like you really are like right now, things can be really dark and really kind of gloomy in this world, right? With everything going on, wars and natural disasters and the economy and politics. And I mean, it's easy to look at the world and the cup being half empty, you know? And so it was actually awesome to hear somebody point out that, hey, appreciate your positivity and your, you know, bright light in a dark time. And um, that's interesting, that distinction, because I guess I just haven't, hadn't given enough thought to the fact that we are a rare breed right now. Like there are very few of us that are feeling abundant and positive and excited. And so, yeah, we need more people like that. And you definitely need to surround yourself with people like that. And, you know, if you're a follower, especially like I'm a leader. So for me, I want people around me having the same mindset. But I mean, if you're a follower, you really got to go out there and be a trailblazer and become a leader because, you know, misery loves company. Yep. And um, it's very quick and very easy. I mean, and you know this, like here's a here's an analogy, like bad news always travels faster than good news. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, have you noticed how easy it is to spread the negative and how much harder yeah. it is to spread the positive? Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, everyone
0: will latch onto the negative. And we talked about this in other podcasts, like how many positives it takes to overcome one negative. It's just, and negatives are just super easy. Right. So start trailblazing and spreading the positive to your point.
1: Right, right. And, but look, at the end of the day, you have to own it, right? Like, I say this, but it's not like when we say mindset, the mindset is a belief, yep. not a theory. Yep. So, this has to be from the heart. You can't yeah. just say it. You have to mean it,
0: right? Yeah. And,
1: yeah. and the other thing too is that, you know, it's like, it's, you don't even have to like, you don't have to tell anybody like where you're at mentally. Cause all you have to do is open your mouth and talk to a client and they're going to know, like when they talk to me, they're like, Oh my God, this guy's fired up. This guy's inspired. What the hell is he drinking or what's he taking? Right. But it's like, if you're one of these people, that's really pessimistic right now, that's just not, you know, it's all scarcity and stuff. They're going to hear it on the phone or when you talk to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's- and if you find that you're one of those people, like what? and you're wondering like, well, how do I turn this around? Like one thing that works well for me, and I'm sure like, I feel like you've practiced this as well is practice daily gratitude. If you want something tactical to do practice daily gratitude, whether it's when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed or both, like take a moment and think about, you know, three things that are happening in your life that you're thankful for. And don't think there aren't any because there are. It just might right. take you some time to to see what that is because you've been thinking about all the negative crap for too long. But right. there is. Whether it's something as simple as, oh my gosh, like I'm able to wake up this morning and breathe some fresh air. You know, because I'll tell I you I have
1: friends. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say I have friends and colleagues that that's one of the big ones. Like even this morning I was talking to one of my buddies, I'm thankful to be waking up this morning. Yeah. Like life is such a gift and You know, and then you could go a lot of steps further. I mean, you you probably hopefully have all your limbs. And if you don't, but I mean, or, you know, we all have our health challenges. I've had mine. We all have things happen. Right. But it's like, like for me, like I'm grateful that with my big health thing last year, I'm grateful that I accidentally found it and was able to beat it, you know? So it's like, you know, everybody has different reasons for gratitude and it doesn't have to just be about health. It could be for being alive. It could be for health. It could be for people you're thankful in family. It could be for your partner, like, yep. oh my god, I found the partner of my dreams. I mean, just they could be for a lot of things. It could be even just the simple things, like, you know, I'm so grateful that I was able to get up, get my morning routine in, and have some great conversations with clients or whatever. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: it could be very simple things, like I'm grateful that I actually made my bed this morning. I mean, yep. it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but um, yeah, all those things help for sure. Yeah, and, and uh,
0: yeah, and it's. You're, you'll you'll be surprised to find how easy it is to once you find that first thought that you're grateful for sometimes how easy it is once you find that first one for subsequent ones to flow and that, I mean for me that's kind of speaking for experience like once I have one then right. my brain typically is like oh okay oh yeah here's something else here's something else and you know it then it becomes a lot easier so find that first one it's not going to be as difficult as, as you might be thinking it is right now and if you need one we just gave you a bunch. <laughs> right. Or reach out.
1: You know, we'll make a list out.
0: with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Like I have a, um, you know, a tiny little like spiral bound notebook. Like it's like this. I have a, a book like this. Nice. This one's like a little to-do list that I keep with me. But anyway, I have a book like that that I keep in my nightstand. And that's where I list gratitude. And um, that's a nighttime thing. And I mean, for a while, it took lighting a candle. I got a, like what I call the gratitude candle. It was actually called gratitude. And so in order to make it a habit, you know, I had the candle there on the nightstand. It's like, oh, gratitude, light the candle. So and you know, whatever it takes.
0: We started this episode off talking about, you know, why it is kind of important to adopt an abundance mindset, right? If you're coming at it from a from a very scarce mind scarcity mindset perspective, you're really limiting your beliefs, you're limiting your opportunities, you're closing yourself off from things that really can get you to your goals, or you give up on something. Too early, um, because you can't see a path forward for, from, for it when there might actually be, and just really what the power behind having an abundance mindset is—it it, it helps you get more creative, helps you think out of the box, it really opens up your mind to to be curious, to continue to follow up, and we talked about you know why that's super important and why you know we think. Right now in this real estate market, why that's especially important being a real estate agent because you know what worked a year and a half ago in a very unique market is not going to be the same today, and it's going to force right. you to, you know, to to really think outside of the box to find those creative solutions for your clients.
1: Right, and really like educating yourself more, mm-hmm. really evaluating your clients' needs, and um, you know, and just not listening to the noise. I know we didn't really get into that but i'm really big on like don't turn on the news like trust the source where you're getting your information yep and just really like if it's economic information or real estate you know market type stuff like trust your sources and just go to the sources to get what you need don't just turn on the news and listen to all the yep. negativity and everything else
0: right and we and we kind of wrapped up by saying you know if you find yourself being a follower be that trailblazer because it's needed right now right, right. be surround right. yourself with people with an abundance mindset but also be that person who is the abundance mindset for the people in your circle and the people that that are around you because it's very much needed in this day and age and if you wanted tactical steps for how to start slowly training yourself to have that abundance mindset gratitude, practice gratitude on a daily basis. And that is a great way to start shifting your mindset towards an abundance. I think this was a good foundation for this topic. So no, absolutely. And, uh, for those that are listening again, we always appreciate your support and uh, we hope you found this topic, um, helpful to you wherever you are, um, kind of in your personal and business journey. And, uh, with that, we'll catch you on the next episode of the top producing zone podcast.